on Robert's Moondog Show. Let's talk real estate time with Tina Goodrich. Mason Dixon. Yeah, buddy. And of course, Tina Goodrich. Good morning. Good morning. morning. Mm-hmm. So, all right. That's good stuff here with Paul Landucker today. That was fun, and he didn't like shut us down and revoke Wait, your license. <laughs> I don't have a license, but he certainly could revoke my contract, <laughs> I'm sure. So we, we, we kept it somewhat clean. But I mean, I just thought Paul about fell out of his seat when you and um, uh, Grandpappy said the name of the uh, one of his songs, "Liquor in the Front, Poker in the Rear." Yeah, well, he was doing the oh, silent yeah. laugh. I don't think he wanted people to know he was laughing out loud <laughs> yes. as hard as he was laughing. So he, but that was a radio laugh right there. It was, it was, it was funny. Yes, because got to make sure that you uh, uh, don't uh, offend anybody. But okay, so it is uh, real estate time, and of course, Tina is here for just that. And Tina wants to talk about squatters, people that move in <laughs> before the closing. So we want to talk about you're not able to move in until you've closed until because you've it's not closed. yours until you close. That's right. It's not yours until you close. And and I had an incident where, you know, the buyer wanted to no, no way. I, uh, I, move I, in before closing. I, when you said this subject, I almost had to say, come on, this isn't a real subject because anybody would know you can't move into something until you own it. Yeah, you know, a lot of times you get into a situation on the back-to-back closings where you're selling your home and you're closing on the home you're going to move into. So you got this short window of uh, trying to make things happen, and then all of a sudden the light comes on to the buyer and says, hey, that house is empty that I'm buying. Do you think that maybe I could move in before closing? I could maybe pay a rent, or maybe I could just store my stuff in there until well, we get to the that? closing. So what's wrong well, with that? If it's empty. I'm, I'm going to take a shot at that, Rook, and yeah, I'm sure you'll have more to mm-hmm. add to it, because there's a such thing called squatter's rights, and if you do go to rent something and you decide not to pay, there's a whole eviction period that you have to go through yes. to get people out. And whether you would have sold that house two weeks later, well, now you're not selling it for another six months because you're evicting someone who lives there who decides he's going to stay. Now, squatters have the same rights, too. If someone is squatting in a house, there are typically some rights, and you have to go through legal channels to get them out of a place they're illegally in. That's crazy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, some, sometimes you can take the, <clears throat> the shorter way of, uh, of squatters that are, you know, you might have a house that's been empty for a few months. Shoot them know, and take them out back. That's what I was thinking, Rob Dog, but I think you don't even know that somebody's living in there. You know, I mean, I've been to some spec homes that, um, hardly nobody goes into. And then all of a sudden you go in and you think, Hey, I think there's somebody living here. This place here. feels a little cozy. <laughs> a spec uh, home. Is some, that like a, a model home? Yeah. In one of those places. So they're mm-hmm. living in these really nice. Yeah, it does happen. It's happened to realtors where there's squatters living in homes. Um, but my incident that I was talking about was uh, was a buyer, you know, wanting to move into a home before it closes. And, um, you know, lenders, you know, they don't like you to do that. That's absolutely against their policy uh, to even move in a home before you close it. Uh, even even if you try to rent it from the the seller is still against a lot of lenders' rules to move into a home. And it's just not a good thing. You just don't do it. Um, when a buyer asks you to do it, you just come right out and say no. You know, that's not... But what uh, if you're homeless for a week or two in between? Well, then you try to find them maybe a hotel. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, make sure that all of their stuff is in storage and it's secure before uh, you move into the new place. Uh, even moving your stuff into the garage before closing can be, you know, uh, a no-no too because you may not close. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a lot of times uh, where things happen uh, regardless. You can't help it. Uh, Mother Nature may take over and you may not be able to close. The house could be, you know, um, could be in a storm or a, a vehicle could drive into it or something Mother Nature wise where you can't close and all of a sudden your stuff is in there. Um, or let's say you're in there living in the place and you don't close. So that could cause a lot of legal uh, legalities between the seller and the buyer. So I always just say, no, it's just, you know, we can't do that. I don't do that. You know, I know realtors in the past may have done it to try to make that gap easier between the back-to-back closings, but it's just best to say, no, you can't do that. Lenders won't let you do it either. So, you know, and that's just like going for, um, doing repairs, uh, FHA has a lot of uh, guidelines that certain things need to be done before closing and who's going to do them, yeah. the buyer or the seller. Well, I mean, that's just the way of the world. You don't walk into the candy store and grab some candy and say, I'll pay you later. Right. Or, you know, when you buy it, it's yours. Right. And at that time, when the signatures are in, are inked in the, into the contract, then it's yours. Right. And it, when there's um, repairs that need to be done, uh, you do these inspections and there's repairs that need to be done. It's not up to the buyer to do those repairs because it's still the seller's home. And it's up to the seller to agree to get those repairs fixed or compensate for the repairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that goes along with, you know, doing things before you close. You know, you, it's not yours until you get to the closing table and everybody has signed and you walk out of there with uh, a check and maybe sometimes not a check. Uh, just a, a clear to close and everybody signed and the title company takes over from there. Yeah. And then you can make your move to... Then you can go put your stuff in the garage. Then you get the keys. I generally mm-hmm. give the keys at closing. When we're at closing and the signing's all done, I have the keys in my hand and they're exchanged at that time. And the buyer gets the keys and the seller's all done completely. They're completely out of the house. And and if they're not, you know, they could be also, you know, uh, in trouble of leaving things behind before closing. Yeah, yeah get your locks changed because uh, yep. they still got keys and they might come back. Right. We always suggest getting your um, your door your door locks changed at right after closing because there could be some keys floating out there, and of course, you know, yeah, especially if they had kids because kids give everybody keys to their house. Right. Right. You know, I mean, keys go out everywhere, so it's best to as soon as you get possession of the home, um, you know, change the locks and get a new set of uh, locks on the whole place. But and then that's when you can start, you know, legitly. Or just come to the twenty first century and get uh, coded locks. Right. Yes, that's the new thing. That's now. the new and thing it for is sure. Very nice keyless entry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that it is. Yes. You have any keyless entry there, Mason? Uh, yeah. If you leave it unlocked, that's keyless. That's keyless. Okay. <laughs> well, I was figuring when you're talking about if someone needed it, we asked the question about if they had a couple of weeks before uh, they could close on their house and were homeless for a couple of weeks. What about sending them out to roosters for a couple of weeks? 
Well, then you, yeah, yeah, why not? Just go well, camping. Yeah. You know, too, with us moving in slowly into that buyer's market now, you know, the seller, too, can put out there that they need, you know, X amount of days um, uh, after closing to make a transaction sure. like that happen. Right. Well, let's yeah. talk a little bit more about that or something else you know, when we come back. So we have to take a break here on Robert's Moondog Show. Let's talk real estate with Dina Goodrich. If you have branches hanging over your roof or weakened rotting trees near your home, then call UFC Tree Care. At UFC Tree Care, we specialize in preventing the devastating damage that can be caused to your home or property because the chances of that happening are greatly increased with winter weather. If you don't already have a tree service, call us for a free quote. Go to ufctreecare.com for contact information. We also offer residential and commercial snow plowing. And most important, don't forget to tell us that Moondog sent you. Hi, Tina Goodrich here with Jakeway Realtors, local to the South Haven community. I've been a full-time realtor for 16 years in Southwest Michigan. Let me put my years of knowledge to work for you. In today's market, you need a savvy realtor. Find me on Facebook or Instagram, or call me at 269-759-1076. Remember, when you think real estate, list with Tina. Comedy is back in South Haven. Yeah, buddy, come on out to our free comedy night at the South Haven Brew Pub on Saturday, November 12th at 9 p.m. with yours truly me, Mason D., and the super funny high-energy comedian, Dominic Crumb. And to top it all off, we got legendary music comedy act, Grandpappy and the Doodle Daddle Dugrass Band. Someone's even going to get a free gift basket from Purple Sam Cosmetics. Ladies, you could shop till you drop in for dinner, drinks, and a hilarious good time. For more info, go to racingmason.com, and we'll see you Saturday the 12th at 9 p.m. at the South Haven Brew Pub in Old Harbor Village. Let's talk real estate with Tina Goodrich. We're back on Robert's Moondog Show. Let's talk real estate with Tina Goodrich. Mason Dixon here in the studio, along with, of course, the one and only Tina Goodrich. Uh, so we were talked a little bit about how someone can't move into a house right. until you've signed the paperwork right. and it's all yours. But and I uh, thought that was important because, you know, yeah. you, you know, I came across it myself. I've come across it a couple times and I thought that was important for, you know, people to realize you do, you just can't move in yeah. until, uh, until you close. Yeah. So don't ask because the answer is no. Right. All right. So Tina, uh, listings, uh, so, you said you yeah. got a new one, right? Well, uh, I did get one under contract. We just put one, I told you that there's been a, a handful of uh, some great listings in the city limits and in the township. Still, our listings are low, um, but um, I did put 321 Jones under contract. It's in the city limits, a duplex. Oh, a duplex. So, yeah, so it's all, it was a, a full family home that got turned into a duplex apartment up above, apartment below, and I believe that the, the buyers are going to. Uh, do long-term rentals with it. Where's Jones Street? Never heard of Jones Street. Jones Street is as you're coming into South Haven, just past Blue Star Highway, mm -hmm. the first road to your left. Coming in Marathon. On, on Phoenix. Yes. Yeah. On Phoenix. So you pass Marathon. And Jones is the first street, like behind Marathon and yes. Village Oh, Corn. over by the laundromat. Yeah, behind yes. the laundromat. Yep. Yes. Jones. Jones Avenue. Yeah, mm -hmm. every now and that's a nice neighborhood. Every now and then there there's a home that pops it up is. in that uh, in that area. I know a few people that live on that street. Yes, and so we put that one under contract. So I was uh, very happy to do that because how big is it? Um, it's well again, it's a duplex. So you got a two bedroom downstairs, and I believe upstairs is a one bedroom. Um, 
could be a short-term rental if you wanted to. Uh, again, you know, to do short-term rentals, you got to get to the city, get a permit, have them inspect the property, make sure it's uh, capable of doing short-term rentals because there are some stipulations now, some new ones. Right. And one of the big ones is the windows. 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 Yeah, windows. Uh, the, bedroom, the bedroom windows have to be a certain size for a fireman to fit into. What? Yeah. Well, well, now, hold on a second. There's some pretty big firemen out there, and there's yeah. some skinny firemen. Well, it's got to be a certain size. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to I'm fit making every my window fireman. for a skinny fireman. You know, <laughs> so, but there's a certain size now to the windows in the bedrooms um, that a fireman has to be able to get in and out of And so, wait, if you have an old house where that wasn't a thing and there's no grandfather clause, you got to, no. like, put in no. new windows. Yeah, there's no grandfather clause for that one. Wow. No, and, and we are, like, right. Max, not max, but we probably are by now. Max with permits for short term rentals. Hold on a second. I used not there you go. everybody that owns a house, if they have the wrong windows, they don't have to change their windows. Oh, no, just yeah. the rentals. E- even existing okay. homes right now that um, get so the I, new inspection so I, up and oh, your windows okay. are flagged, okay. you will have to update so your So if windows. I've lived there for 30 years and I didn't have an inspection, nobody's going to be saying anything. No, but if no, you do only if you do a short-term rentals. These are for okay, just a short-term okay, rental. Right. Hey, uh, I got confused that, for a minute the, there. Is that no, rental no, no. thing on the ballot for uh, this Tuesday? Yeah, yes. So, yeah, there's going to be something coming up on the short-term That's just rentals. for South Haven, not the township, I assume. No, that's for that's everybody. The state. That's for, the oh, state. that's the state. That's yeah, the referendum the for the state? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, the big thing is on the table. So this whole thing about permits and stuff might go out the window as of next week. Well, I don't know about next week. Maybe next year things could change for the next year. Okay. So um, that's what I'm thinking. And and I and I don't know that for sure. Just that that is on the table. Who is going to be, you know, in charge of these homes? The homeowner or the governor? So the governor. And then you said though we're at our full of uh, permits. Yeah, so wait, you like, can only have you can't have more than yeah. So they have many? a max. There's a there's they, definitely they put a, a number. max. They put a number on it. On it, like five hundred. That sounds I about say. right. Five hundred fifty, and they have like five hundred and thirty. So, um, and there could be they could be maxed out by now. I mean, these permits that you're getting are for next year to do next year rental. And so you need to get these permits now if you're going to get into the short-term rental game, get down to the city and have your home inspected to see if it will um, uh, be compatible for short-term rentals. But if it's Um, not and you don't want to change your windows, don't make that call. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you're going to definitely do some window upgrading. That's one of the new things on uh, the short-term rental guidelines is uh, the windows. So Mm -hmm. if you've got old windows... You know, and you're a short-term rental, it's something that you might want to, you know, give the city a call and see what their guidelines are. I'm mm-hmm. very curious to know what size fireman we're trying to accommodate for those windows. Yeah. Um, Will it be me? I'll I find mean, out. I'll find out, and we'll, we'll talk about it next week. I'll get the, yeah. the short-term rental guidelines. That's okay. A good, good right. topic. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, even myself as the asylum in, uh, some of our windows in the bedrooms um, may be too small. 
So there could be some upgrades uh, that need to be done at the asylum for short-term rentals. Just depends on what uh, the next buyer wants what, to whatever do. Whatever they want to do. I imagine that could get expensive because you think there might be electrical wiring involved and, and you know, cutting out walls bigger and you don't yeah. know what all you're going to run into. Well, you, you know, before you could just buy these houses and slap them into the short-term rentals and start doing it. Well, now there's a lot of guidelines and you have to be safety. You know, fire alarms have to be, you know, up to code and your windows, you know, have to be compatible so that a person can get out of them and a fireman can get in them. And, um, you know, the exits, there's something with the exits too. Uh, Again, I'm going to get some guidelines from the city and we'll go over those, uh, some of those features for if you're thinking of getting into the short-term rental. Um, You know, South Haven is, um, we are all about short-term rentals. Um, Our world revolves around the short-term rentals. Hey, I got a question about that. How come everybody does sort of the same thing where they rent, what, from Saturday afternoon till uh, Saturday Saturday. morning? And how come, I mean, aren't people allowed to go like Friday to Friday or Sunday to Sunday, but they all do at the same time? No, there's some that do. Um, I think like Jakeway does Saturday to Saturday. So it depends on what management company you're probably with. Uh, Saturday to Saturday is probably good for the cleaning crews to come in and clean them. I think that'd be like having um, garbage day. Everybody have garbage day on the same day. It's better it, if it's staggered. Well, and like I said, not everybody does Saturday to Saturday. When I did the asylum, mine was Friday to Friday. That makes sense because if you get, you're looking forward to the weekend, it's Friday. And then what are you supposed to do on your first night of vacation? Like go to a movie or something? Right. And some do. I think there are some that do the Friday to Friday and some do Saturday to Saturday, you know, just depends, you know, but, you know, there's, uh, there's a, a need for sh- cleaning crews. You know, we have a lot of, you imagine 550 short term rentals flipping over on Friday and Saturday. That's a lot of laundry. Yeah. Uh, our laundry service can't even keep up with our short term rentals here. Uh, I see them catering it from out of the area, Holland, uh, comes here. They're Lennon Subcontracting service. them in. Hey, yeah. we need to take a break here. We were going to talk listings this last segment. We never talked about one, so I guess we're going to be doing sure. that for you our don't remember segment. Jones Street? Oh, Jones? we did. We did talk about one. Yeah, right. Jones went under yeah. contract. So, so soon we forget, or I forget. All right, we'll be back on Robert's Moondog Show. Let's talk real estate with Tina Goodridge. If you have branches hanging over your roof, or weakened rotting trees near your home, then call UFC Tree Care. At UFC Tree Care, we specialize in preventing the devastating damage that can be caused to your home or property, because the chances of that happening are greatly increased with winter weather. If you don't already have a tree service, call us for a free quote. Go to ufctreecare.com for contact information. We also offer residential and commercial snow plowing. And most important, don't forget to tell us that Moondog sent you. If you're looking for some fresh new music, check out the music of the Trussin' Bird Band. Find all their music wherever you do your streaming. You can also find them on iTunes if you would like to purchase it for your collection. Trussin' Bird Band's music is a gritty mix of rock, blues, pop, and a little bit of reggae and country in the mix. Check out TrussinBirdBand.com to see all their music videos and find out more about this amazing group of musicians. That's TrussinBirdBand.com. T-R-U-S-I-N-B-Y-R-D-Band.com. 
It is true. You can get quality social media marketing, radio time, and video production in one place. Moondog Productions specializes in all three. Now is the time to increase your presence and keep yourself in the public eye. Through Robert's Moondog Show, Moondog Productions offers radio advertising, social media marketing, and video production that will get you noticed. Call Moondog Productions at 269-872-3049 to find out how we can design a program that will fit your budget. We're back on Robert's Moondog Show. Let's talk real estate with Tina Goodrich, Mason Dixon, and Tina Goodrich here in the studio talking about real real estate, estate, of course. And uh, we wanted to talk a little bit more about some listings. Listings. It's our last segment for it. The show's just flown by this morning. So, um, always does. Listing away. Thinking, yeah, for, um, well, listings. So, I was going to talk about the Asylum Inn because we did do a price reduction. Mm -hmm. We did. We brought the price down to $9.75. And um, and with that came um, some buyers. Really? Really? Yeah. 25 25 grand makes that much of a difference. It it, Sometimes it does. Maybe it's the buyers who are, you know, looking at these listings um, that are thinking about pulling the trigger, you know, this fall and getting ready for the next year. That's what it's all about is uh, getting these um, properties now so that you can work on them and do your own thing with them and get them ready. If you are going to do a short term rentals again, you got to go down, get that permit, uh, get the inspectors in. There and um, you know, get through that and then decorate uh, with the asylum. Uh, if you didn't know, this last summer uh, we had a couple great estate sales and we emptied out the asylum. I mean, we are like right down now to just our, uh, you know, our personal and things that we want to keep. Sleeping on an air mattress. The bare walls. Right. The things that we want to keep. Um, no, this gave us an opportunity to have um, Tom Balky, uh, Decorator's Choice, come in and um, paint the asylum. And he has done a wonderful job. Uh, we had him start up at the top on the third floor and he has worked his way down. Uh, to the first floor, and he's he's still over there doing a few things, but uh, a great painter. So if you need a painter to come in, he's meticulous. And ridiculous. And he's great. I really like Tom. You're able to talk to him and tell him exactly what you're looking for and what you want. You don't have to. If you're getting a home ready for the market, you may necessarily not need to paint the whole place, which is with the asylum, we only needed certain areas that needed to be painted and spruced up. Little touch-ups. And get it ready for the market. So there's a lot of homes out there that may not need a whole paint job. So I just want to throw that out there for Tom because he's done a great job. And if you're looking for a painter, uh, definitely look up Decorator's Choice. We did a $25,000 price reduction at the asylum. So now we're at 975. I wonder if some people say, well, we can go, you can go to the realtor and say, show me everything you got under a million dollars. And they didn't even see the asylum. And now they can see it. we, We can afford a million, but if they right. drop at 25000 we can. <laughs> well, if you're looking at uh, the million-dollar market again, that market has taken a little bit of a step back, um, and we were at right at one mil. So, yeah, if you're looking for a, in the market, you might go up to just up to one million and see what's out there. 
uh, the asylum in would have came up with just up to a million. But now we're under that million. And a lot of people do look at per square footage. Mm -hmm. You know, how much is it per square? Well, we're now down to 280 a square foot. Um, And South Haven is definitely selling for over 300 a square foot. So that puts us in a, you know, a good running game. You got to feel like they're getting a deal. Yeah. And, you know, if you look at the comparisons for the asylum in our neighborhood, again, we've got a couple behind us that are in the short term rentals. Um, And then uh, the apartment building right next door, multifamily. Uh, He's got nine apartments. Um, Again, we're right there amongst a lot of short term rentals. So the asylum kind of fits right in that. Um, Could go long term rental. I figured you'd have a price increase because you have a community garden next door. Well, you got to, you know, got to, when you're in that hot seat, you got to decide. And uh, for us, we have something else in mind. So when you got one foot out the door and you're ready to make something happen um, and you're ready to pull that trigger, we decided after the 60 days on the market, because we're pushing days on the market now, the average is 90 days. So 90 days on the market is the days on the market average. And again, the asylum's on 60, so we decided to do the price reduction at 60 days. Well, we have about two more minutes left with you here, so I think you have another one you want to talk about, don't you? Uh, Of course, you know, we always got the commercial listings um, back to the 50s, the 8510 and 140. Again, that's turnkey for 399,000. And I've got some, uh, you know, a great opportunity there for somebody. I think there's some great negotiation that could go on for this fall. Ernie really wants to be done there. Um, and I'm sure that he's willing to, you know, pass on some of those recipes, some mm-hmm. of those secret Italian recipes that he's got. Um, so, yeah, we got to, yeah, back to the 50s is uh, still on the market. And um, and then, of course, I got the 01447, 71st and a half. That one there is uh, the five-bedroom, two-bath mm-hmm. uh, for 350000 And I think there, too, is some room for negotiation. But again, that's in the township. Uh, there's there's not a lot in the township. No. I looked. There's up not there. a there's, lot anywhere. There's only like three or four listings in the township, and when you get out to Geneva, the same thing. There's only three or four listings. Uh, the city of South Haven has more than the average that I've seen, but we've had a couple good pop up there that's under the 300 yeah. mark. Um, so there's like 30 active listings in the city of South Haven, and I've seen more, you know, a couple handful between that uh, two and three and under 200. There are a couple now I've seen between Grand Junction and South Haven for like that 110, 120 mark, which we haven't seen that, that number in quite a while. So if you're looking in that, uh, that price range. And in lots, I've seen a few handful of lots coming up for sale now. So those who are thinking about building, there are some great lots to, um, yeah. you know, to pick out from. Yeah. That's probably might be a little easier to find a lot than well, a house. a lot. And then you can go buy a modular. You know, the there's places up in Grand Rapids, uh, Grand Haven, where you can look at some modulars yeah. and single wides. Where in Lee Township, Columbia Township still takes the single wides and the double wides. Okay. How does somebody get a hold of Miss Tina Goodrich? So, yeah, you can give me a call if you have any questions about what we talked about today. 
269-759-1076. And you can always uh, look me up on Google with list with Tina.net and a call, uh, of course, on Facebook, Let's Talk Real Estate. Yes. And of course, you don't have to call her with questions about what we talked about today. You can call her with any question about real estate anytime, That's and, right. day or night, seven days a week. She and might, if I don't have the answer, answer if you, uh, I will find the answer. She will find the answer. All right, Mason Dixon, take us out. Yeah, buddy. Thanks to everybody for uh, listening, and special thanks to uh, Paul Landecker from Super mm-hmm. Hits 103.7 Cozy FM for being our in-studio uh, guest host, uh, guest visit. What was he, Rob Dog? Was he uh, a he was guest? Just a guest. Special just guest. A guest. Special guest. Okay. I didn't want to make him a guest co-host or something. No, if no. He was, okay. That anyway. may be your job someday. Hey, how about that? All right, folks. Uh, uh, if you missed any of the show or want to go back and hear any of our old episodes, go to Moondogshow.com. Uh, if you're looking for video needs, go to MoondogPro.net. Uh, great music at TrustinBirdBand.com. Mm-hmm. It's T-R-U-S-I-N-B-Y-R-D-Band.com. Uh, of course, list with Tina.net and HODFilm.com for that uh, House of David Life Everlasting. And uh, I want to thank our commercial sponsors and advertisers, UFCTreeCare.com, Masters Chiropractic and Rehabilitation, Gulana Imagery, Country House Furniture, The Blueberry Store, and and Pure Salon and Spa. Hello. Of course, also want to uh, give a special nod to our favorite organizations, including Drawing Children into Reading, that's DCIR.org, YDCPAL.org, and Senior Services of Van Buren County. And don't forget about me and Dawn. She's at PurpleSam.com, and I'm RacingMason.com. Uh, oh. R-A-C-I-M-M-A-S-O-N.com. Here we go, here we go. And now, the three of us and all of y'all are going to howl at the moon dog on the count of three. Here we go. One, two, three. Show subsidiary of Moondog Productions can be found at MoondogShow.com. Copyright 2022.